Hi, welcome to episode 561 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and the other day I was in the mood to rent a movie. So I headed on down to my local Blockbuster video, and it's not there anymore! What the hell? Where can I spend $4 to rent a videotape in this town? Today is Fantastic Four 561 from January 2009. Actually, inside it says January 2008 by mistake, but that's not right. Yay, we've made it to another year, 2009! The Galactus Engine! Same storyline, not sure why they didn't call it The Death of the Invisible Woman Part 4, by Mark Millar and Brian Hitch. So Johnny Storm is being held captive by the new Defenders, a group of superheroes from the year 2509 who are trying to power up a time machine to bring 8 billion people from 2509 back to this time, 2008 or 2009. Maybe it's supposed to be 2009 here, so 500 years into the past is a nice even number. And I was wondering why they chose to come back to this particular moment in time, and I think I figured out why. I think a lot of them have pre-existing conditions and they need Obamacare. Johnny's finally meeting the old version of his sister from the future, and she says that Reed helped keep many of them alive to help save the world. So now they're using the power of Galactus, the Human Torch, and Doctor Doom to power up the time machine, which I would assume will kill Johnny, Doom, and the Big G. But old Sue doesn't mind, she don't give a shit, her husband and her children have already died, so why not kill her brother too? At the Baxter building, there's a red alert. Because everything is colored red, it's quite unpleasant to look at. Current Sue wakes up, and Reed tells her that she got attacked by Miss Deneuve, who is her future self. See, that's why you should always do a thorough background check when you're hiring a nanny. You never know when it's just going to be a version of yourself come back from the future to kill your brother and use his energy to send billions of people back in time. It's a common mistake. So now, they need to find Invisible Woman 2509. Reed mentions these trackers he's developed, where he injects members of the team, and then he can track them anywhere they go. And they can never remove the tracker. Now this is horrible. Oh, this is so bad. So, Sue asks, how can they put the tracker on old Sue since she's already gone? But Reed mentions again that the tracker can never be removed. And Sue's like, Oh right, that's clever! No, no, it's not clever! Reed injects Sue with the tracker, which they figure means that the Sue of 2509 is now infected with the tracker. Sounds good! No, no, not good! That's not the way time travel works in the Marvel Universe. Something that has been explained many times by Reed himself. By injecting Sue with the tracker, they've created an alternate timeline. One in which Sue is injected with the tracker, which is now the 2009 Sue, and another timeline where Sue is not injected with the tracker, which is the 2509 Sue. Ugh. So the Fantastic Four ask the She-Hulk to stay behind and watch the children. At least they've done a background check on her. Franklin asks his mom if this means that she will turn evil when, he, when she's older. Doesn't everybody turn evil when they're older? Most old people seem like real bastards. Reed and Ben try to tell, the, tell him no, 
But considering it was only recently that Reed himself turned evil, I don't think Franklin is buying what they're selling. So the FFs start to leave, and Reed tells Valeria, We'll talk when I get back. Uh-oh, he's on to her. So they get into the Fantastic Car, and they fly off. Back at New Defender's base, Johnny is being shocked and is in a lot of pain. It's probably about the same level of pain and discomfort that I get from reading this issue. Sue tells Johnny they're going to drain the energy of Galactus first, and he'll only die if they need Johnny's energy too. And there is a small chance of that. Everyone looks over at Doctor Doom, who's also in a lot of pain, but he remains silent. No screaming for him. Outside, the FF have quickly traced old Sue and found the secret hidden base. Sue, the younger Sue, hops on a force field and heads on down. Old Sue is busy talking about how they're going to distribute 8 billion people onto the world of 2009. She says there will be a maximum of 2 billion people on each of the five major continents. Ooh, take that Australia! You're not important enough to get any of these people. Is she going to just drop like 1.6 billion people in Europe? <laughs> I don't think that's going to work out very well. Oh, and this is what I don't get about this plan. The world went to shit because of what? Climate change? Pollution? Overpopulation? They don't say for sure. But whatever happens, I don't think 8 billion more people is going to help. It will only speed up the destruction of this current world. Why not send those people to another planet? Or to, I don't know, New World? This is a good idea. That may actually happen. We'll see. So in four minutes, the entire population of, 2000, of 2509 is on their way. Nabley, the telepath, starts to freak out with a bad headache. You know, there's no way that a human body from the year 2509 can handle a lunch at Taco Bell in 2009. No way! That's probably her problem. A new problem shows up in the appearance of uh, the Fantastic Four coming in to bust up the action. Ben rips through the wall and Lightwave flies at him. Ben smashes him into the floor. Reed says he needs a minute on their computer system so the rest of them need to hold off the new defenders. During the fight, the Hooded Man leaps into the fight. Snick! Oh, oh, the Hooded Man is like, you know, someone with claws, like Wolverine, you know, it is Wolverine. Sue does something cool. She turns part of his head invisible, including his eyes, so he can't see. And then Ben starts beating the crap out of him. Meanwhile, the entire building starts to shake because the younger Sue is tearing the place apart with the force fields. Old Sue screams out to her younger self that 8 billion people are already on their way through time and she's going to kill them. Sue assures her that that is not the case. They're not going to die. And she says that Alyssa's husband will not like what is going to happen next. And over on New World, people start appearing all over the place. Dr. Castle asks what's going on, and his wife Alyssa says it's payback. Eight billion asylum seekers arrive from a world that Dr. Castle left to die. And he is not happy. What have you done, you stupid witch? Have you any idea what the board is going to say about this? Witch? Who calls someone a stupid witch? Alyssa asks, what is the board going to do with all these people? Evict them? Well, if Donald Trump is on that board, and I think he is, the answer is yes, they will evict them. So Ben goes to get Johnny off that contraption, 
and he's not doing very well, but he's still alive. Doctor Doom also not doing very well, but still alive. On the other hand, Galactus of the year 2509 is dead. The new defenders are excited that they moved all their 8 billion people to New World successfully. Reed says the world is just like Earth, only without superheroes. That's where the new defenders come in. Old Sue of 2509 looks over at Doctor Doom and tries to apologize for kidnapping him. And he leaps over and he electrocutes her, killing her. And we get that death of the invisible woman we were promised. And as an added bonus, we get to see Doctor Doom kill an old woman. He's all class. He looks up from her dead, charred corpse and says that he's restored his honor, nothing more. What about Hulk Jr. and the other new defenders? Hasn't he pledged to kill them too? He might try, but we'll have to find out. Next issue. And in the next exciting episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I will delight your eardrums with a voracious recap of issue 562. It's a high-class affair, as Sue Richards gets to attend the funeral for herself. I wonder, if I went to my own funeral, would I be expected to give the eulogy? I would have a hard time coming up with something good to say. Do you like smart aleck kids that are just as smart as any adult? Of course you do. Who doesn't? Coming next issue, Valeria opens up to her father about how smart she is. And Reed now has a new favorite child. Sorry, Franklin. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at podcastff, and you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Thank you.